Optimism isn't the refuge of the foolish. There is scientific evidence that supports the idea of being optimistic as a gateway to becoming happier. I'm Corey Strong. Welcome to Being Happier, the podcast. Okay, many of us have a sneaking suspicion, though it hasn't been proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that the only category of humanity more annoying than loud chewers is relentless optimists. You know them. Endlessly, unbearably positive patties, clearly in denial about the world's harsh realities, just waltzing along, head in the clouds, just skipping along, really, completely oblivious of the grim world around them. And no doubt, we can't help but skip along with them. There's just something magnetic about their positive energy. But could they really be onto something? Optimism is much more than a frivolous dance through life. According to experts in the field, optimism is a high-voltage power tool in the life skills toolbox. Researchers have also categorized it as everything from a coping mechanism to a physical patterning of neurobiological pathways established in the earliest years of life. In the book, Half Empty, Half Full, How to Take Control and Live Life as an Optimist, written by author Susan C. Vaughn, M.D., she describes this learned mechanism as a psychological writing reflex. It's like cats, she says. When you throw them out the window, they land on their feet. So in other words, optimists know how to bounce back. I firmly believe that if you approach life with a sense of possibility and the expectation of positive results, you're more likely to have a life in which possibilities are realized and results are positive. It just makes sense to me. Sort of a full circle moment. You'll also have a better chance of being promoted, fighting off an illness that's been going around, and attracting people to you based on the energy you've been putting out into the universe. I I firmly believe that. I can remember a time in my life when I was experiencing some type of setback. I think it was when I was working on my first album. And like most new artists, um, I had signed the wrong deal. A bad contract. Because, well, you know, I was green. And I can remember thinking to myself, like, man, this is never going to work out. This is wrong. That is wrong. And I was complaining about it one night over the phone to my sister. And she was like, you know what? If you keep thinking that something is going to go wrong, then it will. If you don't think things will improve, then they won't. So it's really up to you. (laughs) So I took those words of wisdom and I just took them in in that moment. I decided... I had to stop driving myself ragged and just choose to believe that the ordeal that I was facing at that time would be over. And eventually, things did work out. But I have to be honest, it was grueling being in it in the moment. And I think that's what really gets most of us. And it strikes us at our core is actually sitting in the mess in the moment and not being able to see a clear path 
out of it. We'll be right back. Navigating life looks different to everyone. And through the highs and the lows of relationships, career changes, and other big milestones. So, it's natural to struggle through challenging times when often we are unsure if our decision making is sound. But it's helpful to have a space where you can healthily voice these concerns, like therapy. Aside from being an unbiased ear to listen, therapy has helped me make sense of my emotions and by managing them and improving how I communicate my needs every day. Most of all, it's helped me feel more confident in how I live and direct my life in a positive way. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. There's no commitment. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% of your first month at BetterHelp.com Antidote. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Antidote. And I just urge you to try to focus and to see your way out of it because there is light on the other side of uh, setbacks. Also, I was looking at a fascinating study conducted by the University of Michigan. And in the article, it stated that pessimistic people are two to eight times more at risk of depression. That is a significant statistic in a country that seems as of lately about a half step away from putting Zoloft in the drinking water, you know, because everyone's feeling something right now. On the other hand, it has been proven that optimists are more productive at certain jobs. And even nowadays, some companies have taken to making hiring decisions based partially on the outcome of psychological tests. Could you imagine sitting down taking a psychological test to see if you can handle things? Uh, because they say that with the optimist, you know, being optimistic, you tend to be more responsible and positive in stressful situations, which is rather important. It's a, a good quality to possess. So here is the lesson in all of this. We have the scientific proof backing the idea of optimism along with our own personal experiences being optimistic or on the other side of it. Maybe you're a pessimist. It doesn't matter. But the bottom line is beefing up your optimism isn't the ultimate goal. Happiness is. We've each been dealt a happiness hand. Some of us with higher cards than others, but you have to make a conscious effort to increase your potential for joy by taking steps to get involved with other people, causes, and ideas. The charge is to look beyond yourself and start looking at the world around you. One of the hallmarks of depression is self-absorption. 
you know, when you kind of just sit down and it's just always about what's going on with you, what's wrong, okay? I can honestly tell you from personal experience that if you're having your down days and you're feeling like, you know, woe is me, getting out and doing something for others, it could be as simple as going to get your neighbor some coffee or running an errand for someone that they don't expect you to do. Just see one thing about it is joy is contagious. So if you put yourself out there and you are doing something for others that makes them happy, it will come right back to you. Happiness is magnetic. So if you're making someone else happy, you will become happy. And then another thing that's happening while you're doing that, you've totally forgotten about, oh, I was having a bad day. This was wrong in my life. That was wrong in my life. Because you've taken the primary focus off of what's wrong with you. So when you take your mind off of all of the things that may be going wrong in your life, it opens you up to the space and the possibility of becoming happier. Because now the focus is off of you and you can pull in that happiness that you are projecting onto others. You see? Remember, happiness and joy are magnetic. So if you're feeling down, get out there and do something for someone else. It'll make a difference. And guys, you have to remember, if you want to become a happier individual, you have to put plans in place. You have to want to be happier. So writing down your thoughts, journaling, and making a conscious effort to be happier. So one thing that I learned in psychology is making contracts with yourself. This can be in your mind, or as I like to do, I like to write things down because I'm a visual learner. So step two this week, I know last week we wrote down, I asked you to write down some questions to ask yourself about what happiness looks like to you. And now that you figured that out, hopefully you know where you are. Um, what we're going to do this week is the happiness contract. As a child, you have experienced happiness as being natural and easy, correct? Happiness is your original energy. Playfulness is your true nature. Joy is your spiritual DNA. So in the years that follow, your personality creates a happiness contract that is full of learned ideas and false beliefs that limit your daily allowance of joy. Some examples of this conditioned thinking include fears like too much happiness is selfish, beliefs like I must deserve happiness, rules like I must earn happiness, and self-made laws like I must sacrifice myself for others' happiness. And it's not okay for me to be happy if others are not. So the happiness contract is simply a metaphor, but 
it does affect how you feel and its effects are very real. The good news is you can rewrite your happiness contract by being willing to accept happiness more unconditionally in your life. So today's assignment is to complete the following sentence 10 times. One way I limit my own happiness is... Now, I don't want you to think too much. Just let your answers flow. But I do want you to repeat this 10 times. And each time, try to fill in the blank with what you feel that is preventing you from being happier. So I'll repeat that again. One way I limit my own happiness is... And for example... As I shared earlier, mine is by focusing on everything that is wrong in a situation. Yours could be something else. So after you have written down, move on and simply examine your answers carefully, looking for any learned rules and laws and fears that you can surrender and let go of. You see, happiness is free. There are no conditions tied to it. It's all inside of you. So that's all for this week. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Being Happier podcast. Email us with your thoughts or questions to CoreyStrongPodcast at gmail.com. And as always, share the steps you have learned in the series. I am a firm believer that we are only as happy as the company that we keep. Also, if you're looking for a place to jot down the steps and make notes of each podcast session, you may want to get your Onward Journal. The Onward Journal is full of self-prompts and, and great spaces for you to jot down helpful notes. And you can get that journal exclusively at amazon.com. I will put a link at the bottom of today's show notes. So get your onward journal today. Once again, I would like to thank my listeners. And remember, guys, try to be more optimistic. Don't forget to get out there and do something for someone else, something big or small. Just do it. Let's make being happier a movement. Let's make it a constant in our day-to-day. See you next time. Bye-bye.